0: Cheers! Right, cheers. I'm Kaina. I'm Andy. Welcome to the place again um, And today we're at a really um, pretty nice bar. I'd say, Dr. Gimlet's. It's in the CBD, yep, in of Brisbane. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm partial to anywhere that has actual candles. Has actual what? Candles. Candles? Straight up. Real ones. Yeah, real actual candles. Yeah, they are actual
1: candles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you almost pulled wax all over the table. Um, yes, yes. I, I may, I'm guessing that they would have to do like a health and safety, you know, risk prior to uh, agreeing to the candle so. Oh. But it, is, is, it is table service It is well. table service. Yeah. It's a lovely place. Um, I believe the owner of this establishment is also the same one that runs and owns death and taxes. Oh, in the valley? No, no, oh. no. The, in the one in uh, Burnett Lane.
0: Oh, that one? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, one yeah. with okay. the big chandeliers and everything inside there. You know? Right.
0: We have drunk there. Yeah, there's
1: actually quite a few classy joints. Hmm. Well, classy. but well,
0: Let us in, so they can't be that classy. You <laughs> have to say, like, we... So I came in, because it's table service, the, uh, the, is it a server or a waiter? A server or a waiter, yeah. Yeah, what's the correct term for someone who greets you and takes you to the table? I don't know. A server? A waiter. waiter. That's a waiter. Yeah. A waiter. Anyway. I think so. Yeah, so very friendly, comes up, starts talking to me, and says... Um, are you lost it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Victory Hotels down that way. <laughs> <laughs> and um, takes takes me to the table on the way. Okay, he's okay, um, okay. I find out that he was. Uh, well, he finds out that I'm we're here to meet, to meet you and yep. go to do a podcast. And he's a sound he's sound editing in university and. You know, directed to the you know where he felt was the best spot in the in the spot in the, in in the in the bar that was not going to be so loud as anywhere yep. else. So, it's actually pretty impressed,
2: to be honest.
0: Although we have sat now in about three or four different locations testing
1: different spots out. Yeah, because that's anyway. on
0: our dodgy rig, we just have to put it somewhere high enough for us to be able to talk.
1: It. High, high enough and just at the right angles, yep. um Yes, I totally agree with you, Kana, Because when I came in, I kind of was welcomed with oh. Hello, sir, are you here for the, the podcast? Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, I am. He said, now, you, you'd like a wine, wouldn't you, uh, sir?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you did ask me about what you, what I drank, what, I drank, what you drank. Yep, yeah. anyway. Um, so,
1: which case? I'm on a McLaren val from Shiraz, uh, from, well, from McLaren valve. I don't know what the exact one is, so I'm sure we can check the menu later on. I okay. think we can just zap it later. But anyway, what
0: about you? What do you have? Um, I'm having a cheeky IPA by um it's Stonewood's good. IPA. Yeah. Yeah, cheers.
2: Yes. And uh, cheers.
0: And what's it like as an opening? Um, it's a very good
1: solid two supply centers. Mm, okay. Um, it's not a it's not a it's not a three. But you know, we all know that three can be a little bit too Audacious and a bit like painting a target on your
0: back from the beginning. True, you know. Mine's very smooth. It's like, um, how would you say? It's like an agreed upon. Um, it's an agreed upon bounce in the English Channel. You're France. Yep. You moved to the English Channel, but England didn't move there. Oh. Smooth. What so oh, was it?
1: You're France, or I'm France.
0: I'm France. Oh, okay. Right?
1: I thought you were England, and I was France, and then you're no, 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 no,
0: no. no. <laughs> okay. You know, you agree on a you agree on a bounce in the English Channel. You move to the English Channel as agreed, but you get it because England didn't move to the English Channel.
2: Ah, gotcha.
0: So you just inadvertently end up in a better position than you thought. Yeah. Okay. So that's where I'm at.
1: Very nice. It's no, not a bad good. job. Well, I think technically this is... They they uh, brand themselves as being a cocktail bar. They do. So um, maybe later on when we get to Patreon, we might take a step up and...
0: Try a cocktail.
1: Yes. I've actually been looking at uh, searching... Co- because obviously knowing we're coming here. Yep. Going for like diplomacy-related cocktail mm. themes. What ones are out there? Well, there's one called The Diplomat.
0: Oh, yeah. Straight up.
1: Yeah. Yep. But even um, within their, their... And obviously... That would have to be especially poor, you know what I mean? But even on their menu, there's a few things there that seem vaguely
0: related to our um, obsession. And how could you not be obsessed with the best game in the world? Absolutely. absolutely. Honestly. (laughs) Full stop. (laughs) Um,
2: Speaking of which... We're
0: going to go into a further conversation on in, in our Patreon So you guys, if you're not on our Patreon Definitely sign up for that But um, we were contacted by another podcast outfit um, But we'll, we'll talk a bit more about that For yeah, our, our, our thoughts and options of, yeah, we'll get In that space um, On the board, I guess You've been involved with the with the most recent boss iteration?
1: Yes, yes, and thank you very much for being the boss master.
0: It's a pleasure. Um, it's actually a pleasure to watch these things. I I feel that this particular iteration of boss has got a really different dynamic to previous boss games that I've run. Okay. As, as an outside observer, which I am, I'm just adjudicating. Um, there seems to be less uh, how to say so for real listeners who don't know what force is it's, it's an economic sort of adjunct to the, to the game where yes. um, you, you basically set up a market system to the side and players the way we play it anyway uh, the players who are on the board also um, buy and sell stock of the countries on the board as well and you it, it, it's an algorithm that basically it's um, you own 100 units of stock of a country and you get a certain amount of um, victory points per supply center for hundred units of that yep. stock you can own and sell you can own as much of the stock as you can afford to purchase and you can sell 500 at a time and every time stock buys you know buys or sells it either goes up or down. It's cost. Just like just like a 1980s, you know, Wall Street movie
2: Yeah.
1: bye, 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 sell, sell, sell. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. because um, actually if we can just go go off on a digression for a moment, from sure. my point of view as a player, it's like I'd love to be in Cana's shoes, seeing these things coming through and kind of going like you have got that that knowledge of ha <laughs> You picked well, you
0: haven't, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, definitely, I, I get a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. You know, um, I, get, I can generally tell which are uh, good buys by the third or fourth set of orders I get sent into me. And so, in this particular variant game that was being played, there's 10 other players? No, there's 10 players. Modern. Modern, yep. yeah, 10, yeah, players, yeah, so 10 right. players. so 10 players. So. Yeah, I, got, I usually get a good gist about three orders in on the boss as to what is likely to be a good a good buy for the season. Yep. And by that I mean people are purchasing into a stock in the idea that by holding that stock the following season they can sell it and actually sell it as a profit yep and they've got themselves like a little bank yep they're they're they're, they're making a bit of oh well, uh, that's how I've been that's how I've yeah. been approaching things yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. Um, anyway as I was saying in, in previous horse games there's been a lot more um, a communal effort to pump and dump a lot more people jump on a on a on a car on, on a particular stock and purchase that as a group much larger than it seems to be happening at the moment at the moment it seems to be two or three players who are kind of working oh really less, well, oh i like are, this is
1: this is very very good
0: well just looking at who's purchasing what i would sort of say that there's two or three players who are purchasing similar areas at around the same time, so... Well, I noticed in the
1: most recent turn, um, Ukraine got a bit of a boost. It went up by by about 37 cents or something like that.
0: But Ukraine's not doing so well on the
2: board But Ukraine's not doing
1: so well. I mean, I didn't buy into it, and I thought, oh, okay, so I haven't been included in that, that cabal. But that being said, I'm surprised that people invested in that, whether they were investing just in its value or... Um, without actually looking at what it's... Because this is the thing, as somebody who's played the boss plenty of times before... Yep. What you've said to me, Kana, is music to my ears. Because it's almost like I've got all the prior war stories from other games that I've been burnt on in the start and have hopefully learnt from. And I expected others to do something similar to myself.
0: Well, who's played the boss before? It's um, Mr. Benkel Myers played it before. Yeah, yeah. Has Butterhead played it before? No. Yeah, yeah. Has Gopher played it before?
1: Look, would it
0: maybe Gopher? No. Maybe. Anyway, where I was going with all oh, of yeah, this. Oh yeah, you're going with. Yeah. You, you, that, heard, let's finish your bit of the story. Yeah, before yeah, before yeah. Yeah, get, yeah. Is that there seems to be more conservative um, purchasing and selling as a general rule than in previous games where people would be all-in on a currency because they felt confident there were other people going all-in on a currency. So, um, in this sense, I think the economics are behaving a bit more rationally Mm. than it has in previous games. Having said that, I'm sure that there must be um, flow-on effects, the actual board, based on stock at this stage.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you mean so one thing i learned from previous games So previously i probably approached it like those other players who maybe haven't had experience with the the boss concept um previous games i've been like initially spring 1901 what the equivalent is i'd be like okay well which of the which of these do i think are actually going to do well so it's really just a hypothetical bet you know what i mean and i'd buy some and i'd sell some and you'd end up at the end of that trade at the end of the spring with like You've got um, stock in your portfolio of other countries, but you don't have a huge bank. You know what I mean? Because the bank starts with zero USD, and you've got to trade out of other currencies to get American dollars, which is the the, the buying yeah. instrument of everything else. Yeah. But I, got, I, I kind of learned. I think probably my second force game when I saw people. Once then people started getting onto the idea of spring nineteen hundred and one. You just sell everything and as much of it as you can <laughs> which is exactly what i did so yep. i mean self so 500 and everything i think that's my message was, was to your you first one yes yep, yep and i don't think anyone else
2: went no to one that same
1: extent else did that um there were some large cells but no one sold everything so when it came to then that end of spring 901 Everybody was much higher than me in victory points because I didn't own anything, any other currency and anyone else's thing, you know what so, I mean? So I've got to
0: ask you, did you get... Um, did that affect your negotiations around the ports? Did people oh, sort okay. of look at you and go, what the hell? You know, he, he, you know, he sounded like he was, knew what he was talking about, but he's obviously down on VPs.
1: Well, yeah, I, th- I had um, one newer player ask after the end of spring the spring education what are you doing you know what I mean I said mate I'm just dumping out of stuff so I can actually have a bank of money there for when value I see value in the market I've got the cash to invest right and I generally because at the start because there is that hesitant a little bit of buying a little bit of selling but nobody's really done any coordination at that point of time nothing really goes up in value, nothing really goes down in value too much.
0: Yeah, so most things after the first season, I think, were selling around about the $1 mark. Yeah, yeah. There was a few where everyone sold, but no one bought. Yep. Um, and they went down to about 50 cents or something. Yeah, it would quite, yeah. So I think what I did end up doing then was,
1: based on victory points, which is, I think, are some... And you can probably explain what a victory point is, how that actually works. It's a combination of the value of the currency so how much the currency is worth and how many supply centers they have on the board so right? not how much it's worth oh okay so
0: the the cost of the the cost of a currency is independent to how many supplies how many victory points you get for owning that currency right so a victory point, you get a victory point for every 100 units of currency you own per supply centre of that country. Right. Okay. Right? Yep. So there's a difference between the value so it's, of... It's not
1: the value, it's the amount you own and how many supply centres there are.
0: Correct. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So, I mean, theoretically, a, a country with one supply centre who's just barely holding on yep. could have a stock value of $15 a share... Right? Because it's been pumped and dumped. Yep. Right. It would be extremely risky to purchase into it and the the cost of buying a victory point into a country with one supply centre would be astronomical. But it may want but the players who own that country's stock may want to keep that one supply player country around yeah. because they want to use that country as a bank because they've yeah, got a whole yeah, heap of... Cash each time they sell, it's that, like yeah. $15 a share or whatever it is, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I am mean, ignorant. Is, is the board at that stage, are the players at that stage where they're realising that that dynamic I think, can I think, occur I think, I think a few of them are, are clicking onto it because, like, at the end of
1: Fall 901, or the equivalent, um i i basically i didn't actually expect so early to be buying in i really kind of expected my first two turns just to cash out of everything right but there seemed to be a really big dumping of spanish pesetas or whatever they are
0: well he did come late to the game
1: because he came late to the game so i think people went oh he's not reliable yep i'm going to cash out of him regardless i don't want to have any of his stuff because he's not going to be around very long and i don't know why but there seemed to be this mass selling of russian stuff in spring 901. so i saw that not a mass selling a fair amount of selling yep but what i could see was an opportunity to um, manipulate what was happening on the board to manipulate a currency so i talked to Macker who was playing as germany saying okay um, how about... Because I think Russian, understandably, had a fleet in Gulf of Bothnia and an army in on the modern map in Lapland. Well, no, a fleet in Lapland, it was. Okay, yeah. Or something like that. So I think I said, look, let's let Russia take Sweden and take Norway and, you know, try to encourage him to go elsewhere as well and get even more stuff and that way we'll just buy in big to russia yep we'll pump that up and then he'll have more victory points and then he'll be worth even more you know what i mean so that we can then just cash out on that poker machine Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. and similarly once i mean i I spoke to a couple of players not as many players around the spanish buy as well saying haven't we just buy in spain because where spain was because that's being I'm playing as England. I start with Gibraltar. And I know I can't hold Gibraltar. So I know that... Sorry, sorry. If Spain doesn't... If Spain wants Gibraltar, Spain can get Gibraltar. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. It. And from my conversations with Spain, um, he clearly wanted Gibraltar and wasn't interested in that, in, in like working together. And that was okay. And I said, that's fine, no problem. So... I let him take Gibraltar, and I moved across to Morocco. Right. Yep. And now he's saying, oh, "Why? Well, I, I want to. I want to own the corner. I want Morocco too." And I said, "Hey, you know, you don't want to be doing this. <laughs> yeah, what you need to be doing now is, and this is probably that thing behind the scenes, because my value British pound was down a fair amount previous term Yep. I said, "What you need to be doing is buying more of the pound." Because he said, "Well, why wouldn't I just take it? Because he could take it theoretically. Although I'm actually." blocked him on a move, bounced him out of the South Atlantic Ocean, so he couldn't
0: take it anyway. But you also need Italy to help out that space too, don't you? Yeah, but you? Italy's yeah.
1: still in Tunisia. Oh, okay, yeah. Getting you know, Egyptian love at the moment. But um, what I said to him is, look, buy into the pound now, because low, you'll get like you'll be able to buy a lot more, and then let me keep it because then it keeps inflating your amount of money so you can just keep pulling the poker machine yep and doing well and we can start working together okay. he's like nah, that's what no, Morocco. no he just wants it <laughs> <laughs> so i did block him from south atlantic ocean last turn so it means that come fall this year i can still own that supply center in morocco okay i can't hold it come equivalent of spring 1903 because he can support himself into from like, it's like it's like Western Med and South Atlantic and then come and get me.
0: Okay, so were you? And he didn't,
1: you know, the, you know what the fuck he didn't do? He didn't fucking buy any pound. <laughs> and I wanted him to do it because the other thing about this game which is fun, and look I'm giving away all my gameplay <laughs> <laughs> to everybody <laughs> who's, who actually is in this game, is you actually want other players to also own a substantial amount of their own stock.
2: Yeah, it because reduces the likelihood they're, it going to... likelihood they're going to come and kill you.
1: Because <laughs> yes. it's actually
0: against their economic interest <laughs> to do so. Well, that, and Although I don't think Mr Putin understands how that system works. <laughs> well, I <see> Ukraine's <laughs> getting smashed. Um, you also need to take a step back and recognise that it's a special rules game yep. and the winning conditions is not winning the ball. No. Yeah, you get I don't a, think you people, get a little I don't think people statistic on that. your name on that, but the actual... You, know, you get a win, yeah. You know, but it doesn't yeah. affect your standing at all on the on the rankings. Um, the actual win condition is winning the balls. You know, so I mean, you could be eliminated from the board and still and win, still the, win game. the game. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Anyway, so <laughs> I, I I'm interested. Are you reaching out to say Italy or Egypt to come and assist you in the Western mid?
2: Um, so you got you
0: got you've got France as a problem in the north. You know, I haven't, I haven't to... done so yet. Hmm. Okay.
1: We might talk about that a little bit more later, maybe off tape, maybe in Patreon. We'll see how we go. Okay. There's, there's, there's a conversation there to be had. Ah, oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I understand.
0: <laughs> but but not, for, not for everybody's ears.
1: Just for your ears and anyone that kind of tucks in two bucks a lot
0: for whatever it is. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I have to say... This stage when I've won the boss in the past, having a commanding position early on with currencies puts you into a good position moving forward.
1: And that's what I've learned from previous games. You need to, those who hit the lead at the beginning, sorry, within like the first end of adjudication and four, are generally that they're, they're never they're never losing.
0: They may not win, but they're usually towards the top of the force at the end. You're never in a position that's insurmountable. You can always be overtaken based oh, on yeah, the yeah, negotiations yeah. yeah, of the game and removal of players. But you're in a good position financially on, yeah, that's right. on, 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 the, on the game, so... Yeah. Oh, cheers! Cheers! <laughs> so, um... It's time for a second, I think.
1: I think it might be time for a second. Should we pause? Yeah, yeah. Let's pause. So uh, we've ordered our drinks. They haven't come through yet. That's so okay. So just before we finish up
0: on the um, the boss, you were saying, Kana, uh, about the adjudication. Uh, yeah, you have to look at the actual adjudic. You have to look at the long form adjudication to get an idea as to what players are purchasing what. So you, oh. so you mentioned Ukraine. You, you mentioned the Ukraine p- going up. Yeah. So if you go to the if you go to the forum and look at the long form. Oh, by
1: the way, we should mention if anyone wants to look for this game, we'll have a link to it in the show notes. But it's called Lunar Boss 2022 20, Terror, which I think was a request
0: from. <laughs> that was a, a Gopher request that he'd
1: only play if it has the words "lunar" and "terror" in it. That words that a, were
0: related to lunar and terror.
1: Isn't that like a cryptocurrency yeah. that was having issues or whatever?
0: I don't know what it was. And I said, for you, Gopher, I will call it Lunar Boss 22. Lunar force 2022 terror so you were um, saying though
1: within the, the the forum where there's the adjudication of the force
0: yeah so that's the long form adjudication on the forum
1: so i've got to go into it now where is it here it is no, that's the winning oh shit someone's knocked me off the top of the winning go to, thread
0: go to the don't just oh, ignore okay. the thread for a second <laughs> open that one up sorry
1: just <laughs> i've been top of winning thread for over a week it was like about eight or nine days Do you feel good it
0: was good no i don't feel any good anymore now okay so so you get the same thing that i've I purchased in the global which is your um the currency value yep and your victory point value so you're talking before we talk about how,
1: how i said how ukrainian currency had gone up 37 cents and i went well i didn't i wasn't part of that
0: buy-in yeah yep, yep. yeah yep. so if you come so there's also a bit of other information I've put in there as well, like um, how much it costs by a victory point yep. and um, how much is actually bought and sold. But underneath that is who bought sold or hold what, right? Yes. So Ukraine, Hryvnia, which is the unit of currency there, is the last one on everyone's um, you yep. know, purchase. So you can just scroll down slowly and sort of see who who bought what who actually bought ukrainian currency right
1: and the one that bought the ukrainian currency was ukraine himself m shadow yeah 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 and no one else bought it no so he's
0: gone all in on that
1: (laughs) which is an interesting power play that will either work well or likely not work at all
0: (laughs) Uh we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.
2: <laughs> mm. So how did I go
1: that last time? Because I bought up big in... What did I buy in?
0: You bought in to pound and the lira.
1: The Turkish lira, yeah. I bought up heaviest in Turkish lira, I think, and that's the one that's gone up the most.
0: And the Turkish lira... Yes... Went um, Went from went up fifty cents. Went up fifty cents.
1: And I already had a fair amount of Turkish lira anyway.
0: In cost. But if you if you want to talk about value, yeah. you need to go to the cost of a victory point for that. So it's actually gone up six dollars twenty-five to purchase a victory point in the Turkish lira.
1: Okay. I do know that a number of players are looking now at what the cost per victory point is, as a guide for what's that they're put on they're, 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 they're channeling their inner Warren Buffett of where there's value in the market. Mm. So where am I going to get the most bang for my buck as far as that's concerned?
2: Well,
0: at the moment, I would suggest that the German mark is which is worth eight dollars and sixty cents a victory point,
1: and it's down to only forty-three U.S. cents at the moment.
0: Yep.
2: The second
0: cheapest purchase would be um, the French franc,
2: $13.42. Yeah.
0: So,
1: um, it's actually, it's it's funny now, you talked about the the inflating of the prices. Yeah. We're still a long way off that, because the most... The highest price currency now is is Russian rubles at a dollar Used to be a dollar Yes. But we're a long way from like crazy prices where
0: a currency is worth you know ten US dollars, yeah, you know, twenty dollars. Yeah. But you see, like that's that's the highest cost for a Russian ruble, right? Yeah. But the Russian is still only at twenty dollars forty two cents a victory point, right? Whereas the British pound. It's the most expensive for a victory point at $26.20, right? So getting back to my earlier point, I need to
1: look at who's brought up on pounds and hopefully keep good with them. Um, yeah, so who's got pound? I'm trying to remember who's, who's, which player's which country. You probably need in, in your little thing here to say the name of the country after their name.
0: Well, I thought I would do that initially when I was setting it up, but it blew out the uh, reporting... But if you go to the current victory points, but, it'll tell okay, you. Okay,
1: so Fizzy Shark, who is Spain, yeah. he hasn't bought any of my stuff. He's still on 1,000 thousand pounds.
0: He it's... hasn't sold any of it either. No. Anyway. But it gives you a good negotiating starting point to talk to Spain, though, now that you've got a whole heap of his currency. He's got probably more trust in you. Oh,
1: yes, but he's only got 1,000. You can cash out no, of it you year.
0: have his, don't you?
1: Yeah, and that's what I've been telling him. But I also wanted him to buy into me. Yeah, I see. But it's too expensive to buy into you at the moment. Yeah, it's too expensive to buy into me at the moment. 100% okay. correct. Um, but actually,
0: on that map, what happened in the last round? People moved around a little bit. Well, the look, this move around the Donbass yep. and Poland supporting. So surprise, surprise,
1: Russia has taken over eastern Ukraine but can't make any ground elsewhere.
0: <laughs> oh, <cheers. laughs> Um No, no, but this Polish support surprised me Do you know anything about that? I do know that Poland and Russia are working together
1: and I have been including Poland and Russia occasionally so on my buying thoughts strategies. strategies okay. But
2: interesting. yeah, the fact
1: that Turkey is growing very strongly, I don't think I don't think Ukraine's going to be... In a normal game, Ukraine wouldn't be around for very long. The fact that he pumped his currency up also means it's probably unlikely anyone's going to buy into him as
0: an angel investor to kind of save him and... Keep him alive. Keep him alive. So, I mean, yeah, at this stage you would be wanting to, to dump your stock to get it as low as possible to hope that someone's going to purchase you and keep you in there as a bank. I'm intrigued by Egypt's moves, by disengaging and just moving,
1: you know, towards the the west. Um, He opens himself up to a Turkish um, attack there, because Turkey's still got armies that could make a move Mm -hmm. in pretty quick time.
0: What surprises me is there's this, but where else are all these characters going to go? Yeah
2: oh well
1: did I successfully get across to Belgium oh, I got in the Belgium Good. I think it was Gopher who said because I, I, I built an army in Edinburgh
0: mm-hmm.
1: instead of London yep to hopefully signal to other players that I wasn't going to be going to the low countries Gopher okay. saw right through that
2: so he said are and asked, board. are you
1: going to move it to Holland or are you moving it to Belgium and I said I don't know maybe Lapland but of course I didn't do that because i am invested heavily in Russian stock at the moment, Russian rubles.
0: You have an interest in seeing Russia expand?
1: I have a very good interest in seeing Russia expand, yes. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so enough at, on the boss. Anyone who's yeah. sick of boss is going to go, great, great, let's, let's move on, please. Yeah. Let's move on. What, are the, well, what other games are you in? Well, actually, I had a game finish recently, Caner, and I must admit, it was one of those moments which was... I think, as Bob Ross would say, it was a happy accident.
2: We don't we don't
0: make mistakes. We have happy accidents.
1: Oh yeah, you know. So um, I this was the um, Youngstown World War Two game that I bought into as, as Japan, Japan. Yep. Um, where originally Japan and, and the Soviet Union were allied together. The previous Japanese player. CD, right. I took over the position mm-hmm. to find that Russia, who apparently was my well had been the ally, had actually taken one or two supply centers and were positioning themselves against Japan. Right. So I kind of came into the game, and, and Russia's like, "Oh look," actually, I said, he said, "I oh, said so we're going to be we're, so Japan and I were you know we're allied. We've always been able to ride this game. You know we're kicking kicking goals against you know the Brits and the French and the." Brits, French, no, Brits, Germans, and Italians. Okay, yep. Okay, which were the only, because the France had been eliminated. Yep. And he said, let's keep it going. I went, um, you took two of my supply centres or whatever like that from the, you know, what was the deal? And he said, oh, well, I didn't know you, you know, someone was going to hang around and blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, well, well, you know, that's not cool. You know, if, if you want this if you want alliance to work, you need to leave them. Uh-huh. And he went. It was it was a a point of time, but sure, if I have to move out, I will move out. Okay, good. So he did that. Yes. So I then reoccupied them. Right. Whilst also attacking him at the same time. (laughs) Because Japan's units were in a position where they could actually do something. Yep. And the Soviets couldn't
2: couldn't <laughs> defend themselves very effectively, okay?
1: And and the guy who took that... Actually, you've got to be careful with what I say because he's actually quite a good player on VDIP. Yeah. And he's like, what, what, you, you said you want... If, if I left those supply centres, it kind of... It'll be okay. Why do you keep attacking me? And why have you then gone on and taken those but then taken some of mine off me? I said, oh, well, it's diplomacy. You know, sometimes we don't quite tell the truth all the time. <laughs> He okay. ended up then going himself into NMR, civil disorder, and just left the game.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, oh, fuck this, I'm going. Yep. All right.
1: right. Um, so, someone else then ended up buying into the Soviets. Um, they got eliminated. Okay. As well. But Due to you? A um, little bit of me, but definitely a lot of me. Okay. But also, Germany was making good inroads into it. Mm-hmm. So, in this particular game, I have to give credit where credit's due. I've got to find the game itself. I've got to know what am I supposed Oh, it's
0: fucking game.
2: No, that's not it.
0: It's difficult because it goes by the start Mom's, Mom's spaghetti. Mom spaghetti.
1: Mom spaghetti. Yeah, Mom's spaghetti. The very American that one. Uh-huh. But I do need to kind of give special credit and mention to AJ Manso for who was playing as England and Bobbitt who was playing as. Um, the Soviets let's see so let's see if I can bring this up big map oh, yep. mainly I've got to give credit to them because they put together an awesome awesome defence against me and basically I don't know if you remember but at one stage I had Moscow I had St Petersburg I think I got almost all the way over into Finland and I was making inroads here But these guys did great work tactically in booting me out and pushing me back. Right. To the extent that I was able to eventually create, and I I couldn't break into them, and they were really, really good with guessing what I was going to do. So I originally had a plan to solo this
0: game. But you you end up soloing it though. Yeah, we'll get to that later. That's that's (laughs) the the happy accident. Game one, boy.
1: Okay. So, yep. A happy accident. Okay, like but what I was trying to do was get my get ownership of Eastern Africa, which I did, and Egypt. Get my fleets pumped into the Eastern Mediterranean, and I knew that based on where Britain was at the time in the Central Mediterranean and Western Mediterranean, I couldn't break through that way. Mm. So my plan was to be able to get a fleet into Istanbul. And then into the Black Sea, because Germany can't build them because this is only can building in your home supply centres. Right, OK. And then once I was in the Black Sea, there would be like, Sev, Rum and Bulgaria would be potentially at play. But he almost like, he knew what I was doing and where my moves were all planned, because then he started moving all these units across to stop me from being able to take anything and all convoy stuff across.
0: Anyway. I see. So by holding Moscow, Sevastopol can't fall. So, yep. holding Moscow, you could only. Okay, so you only. Right. So basically, we've got a stalemate So you nine put now. a nice stalemate line straight down Leningrad, Moscow, Sevastopol. So,
1: the thing was, I ended up eliminating Italy because I could, and because he stabbed me when I told him not to. Well, he basically said he was going to... Work. I said, look, hey, you will work with me. I'll get you I'll get you to survive. I'll get you to grow. And okay. then he was like, yeah, yeah, that's all good. And it was good for like about one game a year. Yep. And then he kind of randomly started attacking me in one or two areas.
0: Oh, why'd he do that?
1: So I thought, okay, exactly. So then I just took all of the
0: supply centers. Yeah. Um, if someone throws you a lifeline, you don't bite the person's hand that saves you, that's right, right? Anyway, so yeah.
1: long story short, it got to a stage then where both... England and Germany were able to stalemate me and I knew that there was no way in the world I could break this so I just kept Italy around until literally the last spring of the game year because the thing about this which I never knew about and we did talk about this once this game had a end of year game limit oh,
0: right. so yeah, okay. when it got
1: to the end of an adjudication after fall 1963 Yep. The game would end. Right. Germany didn't actually know this, I found it afterwards.
0: Oh, was he blue? Because,
1: well, the thing was, and I never expected this either, the game finished. Yes. Even though I was one supply centre short of the victory condition of winning the game, it gave the game to me and said, you won. Ooh. So obviously, <laughs> okay. in an end of game right. with it, where it's a time limit, yep. whoever's actually got the most supply centres
0: wins. Wins because it needs to adjudicate yeah. the, uh, uh, an because, outcome.
2: Because
1: um, I can't remember if it was Germany or England. I think it was England was saying, "Well, okay, so Italy's now dead. Um, let's just draw." I went, "No," and I, said, I pointed at them. Look, it's the end of the game year. I I actually expected to do. There was three options in my book. Actually, there's only really two. Yeah, yeah. The option that happened, I never expected to happen. I never thought whoever's at the top of the board will get the solo win. I thought it'll either become an automatic three-way draw between the three remaining players, or more than likely, because this is a, a points-per-supply center game, the points would just be, we'd all survive, and we would just all get whatever our points-per-supply center is. And that still happened with the points per supply centre. Right. But it came up as I won the game, so I got a, a win, technically. Technically.
0: Yeah, okay. So, what, what's actually fair in that space? Like, you, you outlined, you know, everyone gets to survive. Yep. No one wins. No one draws. Although, I think,
1: technically, what happened is they were actually classified as being defeated.
0: Because I won. Yeah, well, they would have had to have been classified as defeated. Oh no, it survived, you're right. It survived, okay. The, rest the defeated. One survived. Okay, so... I guess... I mean, it's mute, though. Like, if everyone... If everyone gets an end condition of draw... It's the same as an end condition of survive when it comes to point allocation. Say again? If everyone gets... In terms of point allocation... If everyone gets a draw, or if everyone gets a survive, it's the same outcome. Well, it's not. No, in terms of points, it would be. No,
1: it's not. Yes, it would. Because in a draw on VDEP, if there was three players left, we all get the same amount of points. We all get one third
0: of the points. Yeah, but if everyone's a survive, you still get... Because it's PPC. PPSC. Yeah,
1: but that's different to a draw. Because the draw... You evenly split the the, the the points three ways,
0: don't you? On a WTA go, oh. the PPSC one depends on how many supply points depends on you. Fuck, oh. still in my head in Kana. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So no, you're right. It, d- it does depend on the type of scoring system that you're using. I come I come right back and remove the ranking out of out of the issue go, okay, is it better to have a survive on your record? Is it better to have a draw? Or is it better to have a win? Well, obviously, it's better to have a win. It's preferable to a draw, which is preferable to survive, which is preferable to an elimination defeat.
1: But thing was, and I said this to one of the players in the game, I said, look, I have no idea, actually, how this will adjudicate at the end. And as I said, I assumed it would just be a, everyone survived and here's your, here's your points allocation based on the supply centre count. So I actually went into it almost from a, a, an, a an academic interest in going, how's this actually going to end? Yeah. And didn't actually
0: get the result that I expected, but got a much more pleasant outcome. Which actually changes how you can approach some of those shorter those shorter games anyway, right? You actually don't have to aim for win. You have to aim for the most supply centres by the time the game finishes. Yeah
1: yeah. And look there's not many games excuse me, unless you start them where there's actually an end of game time limit.
0: I've been seeing more of them. Okay? Yeah I have, yeah. But But it's good to know, isn't it? Absolutely. I think, I think it's unfair, though, that it's awarded the winner to the player with the most supply centres, I think it should have defaulted to a survive and just allocated. But as to whether the coding allows it... A... Yeah. yeah.
1: If it wasn't me, I'd agree. If, sorry, if I didn't get the win, <laughs> I'd agree. But even then, I think probably what you're saying is fair.
0: Um, but if you can't default to a survive, then a draw on the surviving a forced draw for the surviving players would be fair too so I did get it best because it was a
1: win and because I got okay. more supplies I got a bit of a boost in my ranking
0: oh where are you now uh,
1: I'm, I'm not as good as you Kana, but because you are a much better diplomacy player No,
0: I don't think so well
1: I am catching up to you so the game's in the last six months so yeah yeah where are you uh, well where are you there you are you're number 27 I'm number 39. Ah only... Oh. only about 130, 125 points off you. Ah. At your off.
2: Ah.
0: Well all I need to do is do well on my um winter corn Bloodbath game.
1: Well I, I you I'd well. You killed me in that.
0: I did inadvertently. I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's quite all right. So let's talk about your games for a bit.
0: All right. Well, that's the only... Oh, I've got two games I'm in. So I'm in um, that Wintercorn game, and I'm in a um, known world game. So I guess the known world game, I am... Uh, Is it- It's anonymous. It's anonymous. It's coming up to the end though, tail end. I'm not doing the best in this game, but I'm I have a feeling that I'm not going to be eliminated. Which is where I want to be. The ones that have attacked me are being eliminated. So and I'm actually a bit I'm actually chuffed because statistically the country I'm playing. It's actually statistically the worst country to to draw on this particular variant, Um, and I have a benefactor, and I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me. Is this one home supply centers, or built
1: anywhere? Uh, It's built anywhere. Okay, so someone could theoretically go nom 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 and take a few of your supply centers if they wanted to? They could. you think that they won't
0: Um, you think it's unlikely it's unlikely unlikely because if that happened I would collapse my defence in the Mediterranean allowing for this other major power and ingress into um, the underbelly of this particular player who's my benefactor so it's a mutual it's a mutual beneficial arrangement
2: yeah, okay. Yep.
0: Um, what I'm expecting is that when this player here is killed, Move, yep. um, maybe this one, but I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so that the game will draw. We're likely going to hit a draw because we're just going to hit stalemate points.
1: Something with that player over there. They're just not doing shit.
0: Again... Um, Happy
1: to kind of not create problems.
0: Happy to create a stalemate line against this power in the West.
1: Ah, yes, gotcha.
0: Yeah, so there's three major sort of power blocks. Yep. Um, there's Africa, there's Asia, and there's Europe, essentially, in a nutshell. Yep. Um, Europe has, um, Europe has three powers in there, holding the line. Yep. Africa has one. I haven't seen that. Um... And Asia has too, so.
2: Really interesting.
0: Okay. It is, but I don't see much really happening at this stage, given that the stalemate lines on the sea lanes, on the ocean territories. So, so um, being a winner-take-all game, what you're saying is if
1: you do make it to the draw, even though you're not one of the... Big big players.
0: Steven yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I went hard against um, France early on.
1: How come we haven't talked about this game before, Why okay?
2: not?
0: Oh, because there was other more interesting ones to talk about.
2: Okay.
0: But now it's become very interesting in itself. Not particularly.
2: So, <laughs> I mean, I mean,
0: this is kind of getting to the end game. Um, I guess. I guess in this one, my two main rivals, who gave me grief from the start, have now been eliminated. Good. So I've got a good sense of Schopenhauer out of it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And what about your winter corn? Okay. So the winter corn. Um, doing well. Doing well.
2: Actually,
0: I might just open that as a big man.
1: This was, um, you were having a bit of a pirate strategy at one point of time, weren't Still you? Still am! <laughs> Still am! Oh, you've hardly made any ingrods there at all.
2: Look at
1: that? Oh, that's nothing. Oh, oh, oh. You should have killed this guy ages ago.
0: Oh, look, he... that was so difficult. <laughs> Invading that is much harder than I expected. Okay. Much harder. Especially if you're trying to keep someone else alive. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. In, in, in that in that space. So, having said that, I'm I've, I've, I've now attacking. Yeah, but through... I told you to do that from the start. Yeah. No. 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 And no. But I had me. to. I had to wait for the circumstances to be right, and the circumstances to be right was this fella yeah, to be in a good spot to to cause him real grief.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got some potential there. Oh, potential! I. I <laughs> like, you had interested. more
1: potential earlier on. Yeah, I know. Instead, you decided to kind of fuck over that other little guy. What
0: happened over there? What happened? Was a couple of seasons ago, this mongrel, board retreated, and started coming down this way
2: <laughs>
0: behind the lines. Oh. And. So then he had to scramble to contain. I had contain. to really scramble to contain.
1: That's what happened there. Um, By the way, I love how England has just cut this, uh, co- this yeah, yes. wafer thin advance
0: smack bang to the middle of
1: a number of players, and no one seems to be worried about it.
0: Well, I, I think Old Mate might be worried about it. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, well, that, that's that'd be funny that like you have this. This little wafer
0: thing.
2: <laughs> connection between two
0: massive empires. Well, talk about um, talk about flanking manoeuvres. Oh, it's massive, yeah. Um, oh yes, and
1: then he's got to come around this way and smash him. Yep. Oh, he can't really because there's so many bloody units over here.
0: Oh, but but but. Yeah, who's that? You or him? Oh, oh no no no. Once that collapses, then that collapses. There's a. Oh yeah, because because he, he's got. Um, uh,
1: not defending those that that um, flank yeah
0: mm. it's interesting because you get in these situations where it's not always the enemy of your friend is your enemy it's not always the enemy of your friend you? yep yep gotcha yep. sometimes you end up in situations where your friend is the enemy of your friend ah okay yeah. yeah. And so this triangle I don't think is sustainable given that there's animosity towards this towards this part of the, 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 the trio. But there's friendship at this point between these two. And these two in that trio are friendly. Yep. But it's just not sustainable because...
1: So was this one previously attacking that one?
0: Never attacked. Ah, oh. okay. But stalemated straight up. Gotcha. Yeah. And if both are committing a tremendous amount of units to keep that border. Yep. Yep. It's not a... It's not a free border. It's a... Um, I would say it's a contested border.
1: It's like a Cold War style. You know, everyone's got lots of units up against it.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But no one's no one's firing shots, but they kind of keep you know peering over the binoculars and look at the other guy's peering over binoculars back at them.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, there's those different states, isn't there? Like you got the you've got a you've got a long uncontested border. Yep. You've got a border that's uncontested with units on it, strategic units, but still open spots. Then you have a border with units on it all the way, and they're supporting on both sides, right? Skipping one there because you could have a border with units along one side, but not units on the other side. Yep. the units on the one side's not attacking for some reason, right? Then there's two units, then there's both sides of the border, and then there's a border that's relatively stable, but actually has attacking back and forth. And then you have a border that's collapsing, essentially, that's just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never really thought about the game like that. No, no, that's, this is kind of interesting, too. Like, there are states to the border that depict... Of course, I always kind of knew it abstractly, I guess, but... So which of those do
1: you think you tend to err more towards a supplier?
0: Well, in this one, I'm erring towards the side of having a long, unprotected border full stop. Um... I'm more comfortable with having strategic defence on the border. So, having units in defence, just in case. But then, like, if you meet a power you've not had anything to do with, because another power in between's collapsed, like, let's say you're France and you've just conquered Germany and you've just met Russia. That border is going to be a hard border by virtue of the fact that you both use those armies to. You, those armies are going to meet. Yeah, that's right. Where are they going to right? go? Where are they going to go? How are you going to negotiate that? There's a whole. I guess that's what they call the mid game. That's
2: right. That's what make, <laughs> makes the <mid> game <laughs> that's what they call the mid game.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, well, well.
1: Um, so, other stuff, probably just shooting the breeze. The um, endeavours to create a face-to-face game in Brisbane not looking good.
0: Flat on a space.
1: Nah, look, we're still falling. You know, one to two players, I mean, at least two players short every time.
0: Ah. Mm. I can't help too much in that space.
1: That's okay. You're only one man.
0: Hmm. I wonder if we're doing it different.
1: The problem is, I get people who like saying. Yes, I can do this day and that day, but not that day. And then someone else will say, "Well, I can do this day," which happens to be the day the other person said they can't do. We just can't coalesce to a seven. Enough can? I? Do your favor? Yes.
0: Yeah. Thank you. We you after another glass of wine as well? Ah, uh, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> what if we're doing it wrong? instead of going okay this weekend or this weekend is it better to go here's a whole list of weekends over July what days work for you and then just go with, with whichever that goes seven strong well
1: yeah but I did that with June with putting up two okay so the weekends I put up was the ones I put up that I knew I could do as well yeah
0: okay yeah yeah yeah
1: um, so there's a little bit of um, personal interest there. Mm. But it was because I thought, well, giving people like a month's notice, um, talking to Macker and others, they're like, yeah, 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 you know, it's as long as this, once we get into uni holidays, it'll be okay. And yeah, it just seems to be a bit of misfortune. Maybe, maybe July might be right. July? Troy, July?
0: Try, try July. Try July. <laughs> I, I. will be away in
2: July. <laughs> Where are you going?
0: Only, only a couple of weeks. Um, Actually,
1: I'm oh. away. For, I'm waiting for one weekend in July
0: as well. Yeah, I mean one. One of those I'll be. Um, at. Uh, the Gairawal National Park. Oh. Down there? Yeah, I'll at probably F- not go. F- which which weekend's that one? Oh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, right. I've got a whole week. Okay. So, at the lodge yeah. there. Are you going there as well? Uh,
1: not specifically there, but probably only about uh, 40, 50 kilometres away from there.
0: Okay. Got a New South Wales border side. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lovely down there. It is. It's yeah, great. it's lovely down there. Fucking cold. Go, you chasing camping? the snow. Chasing the snow. Chasing
1: the snow? You camping? No. Getting oh, wood no, no. And you had a cabin. Mrs. Kane are Mrs. Kainer in the cabin? Yes. Very yeah. romantic.
0: Thank you. Well, you got to do it. Thanks, mate. Um, cheers. Yeah, cheers. So, there's that. And then I'm um, actually going to do a road trip down to Victoria.
2: Oh, Wow. What, family? Oil.
0: Yeah. Need to catch up with um, with the folks. Do it while the petrol's still cheap. What? Yeah, I know. If <laughs> <laughs> you think about it like that. <laughs> but, no, no, seriously, seriously. Like, okay, you imagine, okay, Russia, right? It's like a... so Russia on a game of diplomacy or Russia in real life right now? Real life Russia. Yep.
2: It's
0: a significant volume of the world's oil is being switched off. And it's unlikely to return anytime soon. Yep. In fact... Or grain. To talk about Ukraine, right? No, no, no. But... So, so there's a couple of like pipelines that come out of Russia. The first is through Black Sea, which is a no-go zone, so there's nothing coming out of there. Yeah, yeah because, you know, right?
1: Sevastopol and Anchor always bounce.
0: Exactly, right? And <laughs> And there's another coming through, like... Baltic yep. yeah Savasipol. but that's a that's a shallow shipping lane anyway you can't do like this big oil tank so that's gone right so so where else have you got so you've got a you've got, you've got an overland down to you know into China which is only going to be so much oil and then you've got you know a little bit over in Vladivostok yeah, but right? no one else is buying it anyway except the Chinese the, yeah yeah but the fact is the the once you cut off an oil producer out of permafrost, like like an oil drill out of permafrost, it takes time for other sources. To, to actually to wrap up. Well, to, to reopen that bloody thing. So you can just write off Russia out of the equation, right? Um, and you think, okay, what other sources? Well, what other sources? The Americans so their their shale oil is all fine crude. Right? So, they're likely to want to use it in their area first before exporting it. So, write that off. Um, so, so where else the Middle East? Say Saudi Arabia, still a big exporter, but big markets that are going to be putting a lot of monetary pressure on getting that oil before Australia can afford it. Not to mention the distance it has to get to this. Right. What?
1: So you're in getting 40. in. Look, so whilst prices are, so, so it's kind of like getting back to the boss. Whilst prices are high, you think that they're going to go higher, and now's the time to buy oil. Yeah. So fill up, the, fill up the fill up the, the tank of the car and head down to
0: Victoria. Well, I reckon this year may well be the last chance to do an affordable drive and not break the bank. And not have to really budget for the drive, you know, to be able to just go. Okay, I'm just going for two weeks. I've got fuel tanker, you know, I've got a full tanker in the car. Yep. I'm going to fill up on my way. Going to get there. He's going to see relatives. He's going to fill up. Come back. Fill up on the way, and come back, and not have to break, not have to worry about, you know, the logistics of that trip, right? I reckon this year is probably the last year you can probably do it. But that's my.
1: Well, later later at Christmas, we're having the the big, massive, Andy family Christmas, like with the Griswolds type of arrangement. Um, That's going to be down in Jarvis Bay, you know, kind of south of Sydney. So that's going to be the same equivalent. Port of
0: Canberra? Port of Canberra,
1: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I was so bizarre, I couldn't work out when I kind of started looking into this. And it's like, this a Jarvis Bay Territory. And it's like, what? It's just a national park.
2: And I don't understand.
1: <laughs> Yeah, apparently, like, you know, the the founding fathers were, so, well, every single state and territory needs to have a harbour. So even though the Australian Capital Territory is, like, 300, 400 kilometres inland.
0: Landlocked in a... Landlocked,
1: we're going to give it this little separate exclave on the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> in case it ever wants to have it, a harbour. Yeah fucking bizarre
0: well, I don't but even anyway. know how I know that it's a lovely part of the world Jarvis
1: yeah, yeah. Lovely. Well, that's why we're going yeah. my sister's been there a couple of times in that general area and no one else in the um, the Griswold family has been there so
0: okay um,
1: but anyway but yeah, when you go down yeah. to Victoria you gonna take this and maybe have a
0: brief conversation with your old man there's a thought I might do that you should probably
1: also reach out to some of the Victorian folk if they want to just play a social game. You should invite your father along to a social game with some of the Victorian <laughs> players. So big, yeah, that would be brilliant. That
0: could be a bit of fun. Let me think about it.
1: <laughs> so every every game on its own merits, and every player on their own merits, Kaina, But um, would you be, if you had that scenario, would you be tempted? If the opportunity arose to stab your dad?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Would he do, you do I, the same to you? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I I remember my father teaching me the game of Diplomas, me and my brother. Yep. And some cousins at the time. Um, but I remember him setting up a situation
2: um, where he...
0: Yeah, looking at it, the eyes of from you know, now, yep. he he must have set up a situation where he um, between me and my brother, right? And he thought that my the alliance between me and my brother was going to hold strong against him, right? But that. Isn't didn't what happened What isn't what happened? Oh, I end up stabbing my brother. <laughs> As all brothers do, t- <laughs> to, to, to to take advantage of that situation. Um, yeah, my my brother never forgave me for that. I, I, don't, I don't think he's ever played a game since. But um,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, he's never forgiven me. <laughs> not 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 for that particular thing. Um, yeah.
2: I
1: reckon. I reckon that would be a, it would be a, a great experience if, you, if your dad obviously clearly loves the game because he introduced it to his sons. Yeah, he he played it on the, in the
0: navy. That's where he came yeah. from. So. Yeah,
1: But you could probably talk
0: a little bit around. You know, what was his experience back in the day? Yeah. Yep. I I think it, just in my imagination. I've never been in the navy. But in my imagination, you can sell the
1: seven imagination yeah put your mind at ease yes you can
2: sell the 7C yes you can put your mind at ease
0: yep but you can imagine you can imagine a situation where you you're post you're, instead you you're quite literally writing press and putting press up on the notice boards in regards to a game. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can imagine that on, on a cork board or something. Mm. Yeah. So is that going to be in July as well? Yes, it will be.
1: Okay, so how about we go, okay, if, if, if face-to-face in June doesn't come off, which I don't think it will, we won't worry about July, maybe we'll restart in August. How
0: about, mm. I get Back to you because there's a few weekends there in July that I can do. I don't know
1: how you're going to do that because you're
0: away for one down at Kiriween National
1: Park and then you're down in Victoria. It's like uh,
0: sort it of five weekend one or is it six weekend? Oh,
1: okay. Well, you let me know because no, as okay. I said, I'll, I'll be away one of the weekends as well and
0: I'm sure they won't be the same. <laughs> so, in which case it might well be. Yeah. Well, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, anyway, what else is happening in the world of uh, diplomacy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, super excited about who we're going to be interviewing this weekend. But we can talk about that at Patreon. I well, first off, listeners, um, one hour
1: and eight minutes in, um, we were planning to actually have an interview for this episode.
2: Oh
1: yes. Except, um, don't tell you the story about that. What ended up happening?
0: No, you didn't tell me what ended up happening.
1: Oh, okay. So um, I had sent our our guests confirmation 24 hours beforehand Uh uh-huh except um the time that i told you and what was in my mind was not the actual time that i actually had agreed with the guest
0: when we set it up oh so we ended up jumping on and we weren't there
1: well no he got back
0: to me later and said we're going to record saturday Uh uh-huh
1: and he went "But, but we're catching up on sunday and I went back to the email. I went. Uh, it says Sunday, but for some reason my brain read Saturday.
0: Uh, and okay. I knew I couldn't do Sunday. It was an ambi moment.
1: It was an ambi moment. So we're okay. going to have to reschedule it. I don't think I can do it this weekend on a Sunday. We'll have to work out another time. Okay. But we we do have that other we have, do have that other interview. Hopefully I need to organize um, for this weekend. So
0: I need to check my search history and make sure that that's all, you know, clean before the interview.
1: Yes. I'm. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to worry about cleaning, checking my my search
0: history. <laughs> I,
2: I know it's it's criminality. It's <laughs> anyway, hey, I'm Kana. I'm
0: Abby. And um, hey, if you if you if you're not already um. You know, signed up for updates on whatever podcast, whatever Stitcher or
2: yeah, been
0: a
1: while. Subscribe, awesome subscribe
0: to the show.
2: Subscribe. <laughs> you, you don't have
1: to actually have to um, go around and download it every single time manually.
0: Yep. Or um,
1: podcasts actually you could subscribe to. Yeah.
0: You can have thought it. Yeah. yeah, or jump on, listen. Um, you know what else other people can do? What can they do? They
1: can actually
0: rate and review the show on. Do that, guys. Apple yep. Podcasts or whatever it's called helps us out a lot. And if there's anything that's come up that you want to ask us about, drop us a line. Yep. Diplomacygames.com. Yep. on contact us, send us some
1: spam. Lots of other spammers send us spam.
0: Yep. And hey, look, if you're interested in um, hearing more of this continued conversation on the Patreon, two bucks, lifetime, is it? Two bucks a... No, it's not two bucks a lifetime. Two bucks right. a month. Two bucks a month. Which is nothing.
1: It is nothing. It's like less than half a... You can buy half a cup of coffee for that.
0: Not even. Well, I don't know. That's $2, two, that's $2 American. Oh, dollars Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah all, right, yeah, all right. Almost a cup of coffee. Yeah, unless you get like, one of the really cheap ones. That are... yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm Kana. I'm Amy. Cheers. Bye-bye.